Hello, 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 and welcome to what is it? What the hell day is it? Wednesday. Wednesday. I do the show twice a week, and I don't know what the fuck day it is. Let's get it. <laughs> it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday, all day. Welcome. So Howdy. Sagan, how are you doing? Ah, oh, peachy. <laughs> I had I, I got here like about a minute before you did because I had nineteen thousand updates on my computer. So I'm assuming it'll last about 35 seconds tonight. Right, and then it'll die. Yeah. Well, and, and to be clear on what that means as far as the time goes, uh, that means that you got in at four minutes till. <laughs> yeah. Because I got in at three minutes till. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and then it just as... That's what happens when you're like moguls like us. That's right. And, of course, your internet's going right to shit. <laughs> Yeah, hey, hey, there you are. There's All a right. Delay. Heard a delay. Do you have a delay fault. now? No. Do you have a delay now? All right. No. It's gonna be one of those shows, my friend. I can already well, tell. All, all the time. But we're live on Wowza TV. Yes, we are. WowzaTV.net. The Wowza app. Yeah. Did you uh, check it out? I did check it out. Did you see the other day? I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, the featured video was this show. Yeah, look at us. It was the banner, like the top banner on the app. Mm hmm. We're did stars. You pay for that or did you no, no, they're just, they're very, very supportive of us. That's for sure. Because they have a lot of content on there, but I think a lot of it, it it's kind of like Rumble in a way where there's a lot of content, but. Most of it is only like political stuff. So for us to be doing bands and talking about movies and, you know, what I call uh, regular content, yeah, you know, these, these companies, a lot of these companies don't have a whole lot of regular content. That regular content's been bought up by all the Plutos and Plexes of the world. Well, I was excited about it because you know, when I saw that, I took a picture and I posted it on Facebook because again, yeah. It was the featured whatever video of, on like the day or whatever. And it had a little arrow saying trending up and it was all nice. And you know, I think it still only had like you know, eight people watching or something like that. But no, it was good. Well, that's uh, nobody knows we're there. But yeah, no, quite literally, as the show started, I mean, as the intro was running for the show and I was scrambling to make the stupid rumble work. Um, I got an email from Wowza saying that their app for Android has officially been approved and there's a link to it and uh, it is in the store. So you can you can watch on your um your Android device and I'm assuming on your Amazon device as well. So well, that's is, cool. That's, this a, is that's just, it's a good thing, man. It's very exciting, actually. Very exciting. I'm Hell glad yeah. to see it. Uh, hopefully this this app takes off. Yeah, well, that's they've already got ninety-seven channels. I've I've been researching since Monday, figuring out what what's going on. And with us, we have ninety-seven channels on Wowza, so that's a lot of content. Yeah. You know, that's 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 a pretty good size. I mean, it's not it's not a new thing with me and you and whoever runs the site, and that's it. You know, there's right. a no, lot no, of, there, there is a lot of content on there. Yeah, right. so that's why I think it's kind of cool that we're part of that. Could you yeah. please put the app info up? What do you want to know about it? It's just 
Wowza, just look up Wowza TV. But how do you oh. spell that? W O W Z A. Here, I'll just put the link. I'll put the link to the. Oh, you're going to put it up? Yeah. This is the link to Amazon. Big mess. <laughs> nobody's going to. Nobody. You got that, guys? <laughs> what the hell is that? Why don't you just put wowzatv.net? Yeah, well, yeah, wowzatv.net is probably the easiest way to get to it. Or if you're on a Roku, just look up Wowza TV. On your like on the on the app thing and your on yeah, your on Roku the, TV. Mm-hmm. Just put put it in on your Roku and there, and it's there. And we're there. I believe we're there right now. I don't. I'm not positive, but let me look. <laughs> Wowzatv.net. I'll just take a look since we're. We're not, yeah, we're the featured again right now, actually. Are we really? Getting scared by Sophia. It's right there. Hell nice. Yeah. I like it. So let's see. Let's find the CMS network. There it is. Yeah, and there we are. Let me. Yeah, look, I'll pop it on the screen. Us oh, is that why I'm hearing? Because you have the, the audio playing? Because I keep, I heard something like, Oh my god, I'm delayed again. No, no, it's it's the, the thing. There we are. <laughs> there we are talking. So Well that's weird. Yeah. Because that's not the background I have. Oh, maybe that's I don't know what that is then. Maybe that's last yesterday's something. But that was in the sweatshirt that I have. And I heard the audio of what I had, or what I was saying. Yeah, that is weird. I don't know what's going on here. Well, so much for that experiment. All right, we're done. <laughs> we're out. Bye-bye. <laughs> we'll see you. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. No I'm just happy. No longer going to be the feature video on what was that? I don't know what's going on. I just know. I Look, it's still brand new, folks. You know, I'm I'm happy to be there. I, I um, They've been very cool so far as far as featuring us and putting us up and they seem definitely excited to have us on their platform, and I'm excited to be on it, and I'm going to help them grow. Now I'm going to go check it out. So wowzatv.net. Yep. There we are. Featured again. Featured video. That's cool. Now, how do I get to Just look up the CMS network. Uh, wait. Uh, can't do anything. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, dude. I don't know how to use an app. <laughs> This is where usually I call the, uh, the my daughter in. The tech? <laughs> Your tech daughter? Yeah. It is a well-oiled machine. What the hell are you talking about, Rick? Yeah. I love you. Dude, but come on. It's not that well-oiled. Like you're getting well-oiled right now already. <laughs> oiled up on Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. I'll play the Melissa video, and all of a sudden he'll be well-oiled up. Yeah, exactly. His stock will be well-oiled. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's so, fun. It's so cool. I, I'm excited to be on that, and I think it's fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw Bob Franz even liked your post. Yeah. Right. He's got his own fast channel on True Blue Network, though. Yeah. He's probably looking over his shoulder saying, oh, those guys are coming to get me. That's what I said to him the other day. I said, watch out, Bob. I was like, I got a uh, a new uh, fast channel uh, app thing going on ourselves here with Chris. Yeah. You're not. Like, How would you manage that? I was like, well, Chris has an entire network that you know, is now on. <laughs> The fast channel, yeah, it's it's it, it's very cool. I mean, it's it's definitely a a major step forward, and um, 
it's going to put a lot of eyes. Once people figure it out, it's going to put a lot of people, a lot of eyes on us, which I love that. So. Yeah, once yeah. we figure it out. <laughs> yeah, once we figure out how to promote it. This was, clicking stuff. I have yeah. no idea what the hell I'm clicking on. This was not a good example of us um, <laughs> of us promoting this. Well, I must have been wearing the same sweatshirt on that day that that happened. It must have been just a different video. Yeah, must like be. That. It's probably like Monday or something. Did wow. you wear the same sweatshirt Monday? Who knows? I always wear the same shit. Yeah. Today it was snowing like crazy, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I realized that I have a good wife. This is why I realized I had a good wife. Okay. Because I'm still waiting to get these stairs in my garage fixed. Mm-hmm. And of course, I, I had some kids over yesterday. They're going to come over. They work at like a trade school. And they're going to come out and they're going to fix the stairs sometime next week. Okay. And they're going to probably be fairly cheap. And they're good kids, seem like nice guys. I don't. I hope they don't rob my house or anything like that. But they, they go to... <laughs> They go to a trade school and it's part of their class project and they get paid from me and you know, they come fix the stairs. Okay. And so, but anyways, they aren't, the stairs are not fixed yet. Sure. And so, of course, it had to snow like a son of a bitch last night. Right. I mean, here in Broadview Heights, this morning, I mean, it's pretty much, I mean, there's still a coating left on the ground. But this morning, there must have been at least four inches that's right. on the ground. And... It actually stuck. I was like, oh, it's going to snow tonight, but you know, it's the first snow of the year. It never sticks to the ground. I'm fine. Sure. But it did stick. It stuck not only to the grass, but it stuck to the sidewalk and the driveway and everything oh, of else. Of course it did. My sidewalk to get out of the house has a slightly decline and then a couple of stairs with no railings, obviously, that you have to go down to get around to the garage. Sure. And, man, it was all ice and slick and snow. And so I realized I had a good wife because she took my daughter to work or to, to school. Mm-hmm. And then instead of going to work like she normally does, she came straight home and waited for me to get myself together and get ready to go to work and then walked me outside so I could hold on to her as I was nice. down the sidewalk and stuff. Yeah, she's a keeper. You can and keep so, that one for a while. Yeah. I mean, you know, she didn't have to do that. I'm a big boy. But she didn't want me to fall. She didn't want me to get hurt. And so she turned her car around after she dropped the kid off at school and came back to help me. Wow, that's very cool. That was so nice of her. Fast. Hell yeah. yeah. So now I got to get these damn stairs fixed so that way she doesn't have to do that. Right. <laughs> or get a rail put all around your house or something. Yeah, I don't know what the rules are. I'm assuming that there's probably, you know, I know it's a HOA kind of thing here, but I mean... I'm assuming that there's like rules for handicapped people that I can put whatever I want outside, right? I can't imagine that. What are they going to do? Stop you? Do they really want the news crews to come out and be like, look what these guys did to this poor guy? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it would look good. Maybe I can get like a cool rail that would look like kind of sweet outside. Like right. Lights and stuff. <laughs> That'd be nice. And then people were yelling at me and saying that it's because I put up my damn Christmas tree <laughs> that the snow came. Well, it could be. You you invited it in, you son of a bitch. I didn't invite anything in. You invited the snow. Handicap rules trump them, so I would assume that I'm allowed to get some sort of a railing. Sure. But I, again, I don't want just some rail out there that looks stupid. I want something that looks like, like a neon railing or something. Right. I, I don't know. Like clear with like goldfish in it or something. I got to get something cool that, you know. Something good, right? Yeah. 
Heather's the best. She truly loves you, Seth. I guess. Yeah. I, I, that's a sign of somebody that cares. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Well, I mean, dude, that that was pretty cool. I mean, I tell you for a fact, I could have been crawling and my, my ex-wife would have stepped over <laughs> me to get to the fucking car. She wouldn't have cared at all. So who do we have coming up today? We have a band called, um, was it Pistols at Dawn? Pistols at Dawn. Yeah, they're um they're charting. Their song "Fly" is um is has been added to a bunch of radio stations, and um you know they're they're kind of class not classic rock like modern rock type of a band. It's, I, I was listening to some before we started, and it actually sounds like the kind of music that I like. Yeah, well, dude, I always try to get that. That's what that's always my goal is to try and get the bands that you won't hate, you know. And that's why we're not doing a whole lot of like, um, I don't know, Fear Factory or whatever. Well, you I know, like Fear Factory, but I, I mean, yeah, but I, the audience probably wouldn't care for some of the bands that probably not. Like you know, I mean, I still wish we had the Coal Chamber Girl on, but yeah, I've I've surprisingly not heard back. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I don't think she cares. Yeah, imagine, for us. imagine that we have not heard back, but she didn't. She didn't really care for us, did she? No, she. We're too political, apparently. Political. Yeah. Well, dude, since you're a Christmas guy, yes, I have a Christmas song for you today. All right, I'm excited. I love Christmas songs. All right, well, you'll love this. This is a new spin on an absolute classic. And you know what? Well, I'll tell you what it is, and then I'll see if you like it. Do you know the song, Frosty the Snowman? Of course. Of course, right? Yes. Well, there's this uh, singer named Tarja. She was in a band called Nightwish. Are you familiar with Nightwish? I can't say that I am. Okay, they're uh, they're a, um, uh, what do you call it, symphonic metal band, I guess. And um, this take on Frosty the Snowman is quite unique. Now, is it going to be like on every Christmas channel locally? Like, you know, Magic does their little Christmas. I'm thinking stuff. no. Well, I'll let you listen and you tell me. How's that? Once you hear it, then you can determine if this is the next big Christmas song or if this is a holy shit, what were they doing moment. Okay. All right. So check this out. This is Tarja. She is hot. And this is her doing um, Frosty the Snowman. It's the first Christmas tune of the new year that I've heard so far. So. Check this out. Here we go. She is hot. <laughs> I like it so far. Yeah, it's moody as fuck. Yeah.
What do you think? Dude, I'm not going to lie. I think that fucking rocks, dude. <laughs> and I absolutely love it. It's cool, man. It's um It is. It's dark. I don't think you're going to hear it in the in the Sears or whatever. No. But it's dark, but it's got It's like it Trans-Siberian Orchestra. It makes Frosty kind of haunting. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> Frosty the I the, like that though. Don't you think it's cool or no? I don't know. I, I'm. It's definitely not the spirit of Christmas. It definitely does not have the happy spirit of Christmas time. Yeah, but see, I, I'm being honest. When I see like the old, you know, the, the Frosty the Snowman kind of yeah. cartoon and stuff, those little kids running around, it looks like Frosty's a pedophile, dude. With all these little kids running. I like this. Yeah. This this seems like. This seems like a horror movie theme for Frosty. Like if Frosty was just going around killing people and freezing them up or something, you know, th this would be the theme. If Frosty were a Marvel superhero, that would play at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's what, that's what this seems like. This seems like absolutely wicked Frosty. You want to hear yeah, more? I, yeah, I, I like it. All right, let's play a little more. I like this broad, dude. I like, I, I like the sound of this broad. Yeah. Or she looks, she looks like dead, doesn't she? With the yeah. white, white makeup, and looks like her hands all frostbitten, almost ready to snap off. I'm digging it. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here's some more of Frosty the Snowman from Tarja. Frosty's about to take an axe and kill somebody. Hey, look, I like it better than the original. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I think the kids are awesome. They look like they're going to kill people. I think the whole thing is cool. It's great, right? Does she do other <laughs> stuff? What does she do? Well, like, she was in that band Nightwish. This is a whole Christmas album of this stuff coming out. I have not heard it. Okay, well, yeah, we got to get her on and get the album. because I want All right. She might be hard to get on. She's actually really, really famous outside of the United States. Really? Nightwish is a huge band, but outside of the United States. But here, no. So this is going to be like an album they're going to sell in stores? Or yeah, I, called I Dark Christmas. Okay, they don't sell albums in stores anymore, but we're probably on Spotify. We'll Spotify, maybe you can buy it at Amazon. I don't know. But you want to hear the rest of it? Yes. All right, here we go. And the children.
Wow. Yeah. All right. That's cool. What's it called? Dark Christmas? Dark Christmas. Do you want to hear O Tannenbaum? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she has that out there, too. Yeah. It's not for all to. of this. Yes, Let's I try like, that one. Let's see what that the, sounds like. The entire album is going to be my thing. Oh, this is an old one. Let's see what this is about. It's all real dark. <laughs> the new kind of Christmas. Yeah. See, now I don't know if I'm watching a Christmas video or an episode of American Horror Story. I mean, it's like, holy shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll buy it, though. That, that's good. <laughs> I haven't bought an album forever. That one I'll buy. <laughs> there you go. There's your new Christmas music for the year, Tarja. <laughs> do, do they do other stuff than Christmas, though? Tar like, like well, I think this is, well, I didn't even know of this song, which is from a different winter album. Let's see what, I mean, we can look it up. What is it called? Forum Spirits and Ghosts. The new yeah, album's not out yet. It's boring. You know what's boring? Your text. That's boring, Jackal. <laughs> Good. Don't give him any anything. He can be a real douche sometimes. Jackal? Do you know yeah. him? Yeah, I do. He's a douche? Yeah. He's all right. He's come over here and hosted CMS with me before. I'm sorry. How about Amazing Grace I or Feliz Navidad? I saw that episode of you and Jackal. It was fucking boring as shit. <laughs> well, there's all kinds of Deck the Halls. Want Deck the Halls? Yeah. Let's try that. The new album? No, this is the old album. The new album's not out yet. Okay. Oh, so they, these are all from a, lab, from, a, from a different album. I guess. I don't know what this is from. <laughs> I, I don't, I, again, I don't know her, her work very well. I just know that I saw that one video of Frosty. I was like, Jesus, is that, is that evil? <laughs> I'm going to buy it just for that. Here we go. Nothing better than the bomb going up in the background. Of, yeah, no uh, kidding. <laughs> this music. Right? <laughs> Tarja's here to go and kill mommy. <laughs> well, I know what I'm listening to all season long. <laughs> the Tarja Christmas music? <laughs> yeah. Jackal's bored again. Eh, who cares? He's always bored. What does he look like? He's boring. <laughs> I can't like look him up. Five is, foot one. Is he famous enough to look up? Um, He listened his, his claim to fame is that he listened to the world's worst judas priest album every day for 524 days judas priest nostradamus it actually made national news really so yep 
And he started calling us boring. Yeah. And he listened to the most god-awful album of all time, Judas Priest Nostradamus, 524 straight days. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. No, it's not. I'm very, I'm very happy for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would put an outdoor speaker outside my house and play that all day long. Could have played it yesterday. Can you imagine like the mood if the snow's coming down, it's dark at the end of the road, and you got this blaring? Like at night? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be awesome. Like like when people are driving around looking at lights and stuff, instead you got yeah. this horror music playing. <laughs> Nobody will come up to your fucking house. And on top of that, she's ridiculously good looking. Yeah, she is hot. So I could do without like- the white face paint, but whatever. So basically, he likes the worst his Priest album, so his taste in music is stellar. Exactly. Are you a Priest fan? I've never been a huge Priest Love fan. Love them. Love them. Top five band of all time for me. Maybe I don't like them because I was exposed to the same shitty five songs that MMS played for years. Upon oh, years. yeah. Well, I don't listen to any of those songs. I don't listen to Breaking the Law. If I, I don't Breaking listen- the Law or Living After Midnight, one yeah. more freaking time, I was going to punch somebody in the nuts. Yeah, those two are definitely off the list. Turbo Lover, I don't care if I ever hear that again. Um, yeah, they have a few songs that are just overplayed to death, but as far as being a fan, yeah, I absolutely, they are the very, very top end for me. It's it's Metallica, or it's Pantera, Metallica, probably Priest, and then Megadeth for me are probably my four favorites. And then maybe like Black Sabbath. Do you like Ripper Owens? Are you friends with him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should get him on the show. We get him on the show. He's been touring. He's out with KK's Priest right now. Oh, really? Yeah. But we could we could get we could get Tim on. He'd be when he's home. He'd be easy to get. He'd come on and do it. I just got a message from my friend Jake who said he got Taco Bell. Yeah. And there's a giant piece of hair in his food. Oh, yum. Do you take it back? Well, that's what I would do. I would take it back and say, what the hell are you doing? Right. He probably got a DoorDash. <laughs> hey, that food is sealed when you when DoorDash delivers. Yeah. Dude, I saw speaking of um DoorDash and food, I see that um a McDonald's posted um record profits for the last year. Like really? six billion more, six billion in profits, because they raised all their prices. <laughs> it is so insane when you go to these fast food places now. I, I swear to God, I, I've almost well, I don't like going to these fast food places much anymore because I don't mm-hmm. really eat any of it. Sure, but you might as well just go to a regular restaurant with better food and better quality because you get yeah. paying the same prices. You are you paying exactly the same prices? I I was. What was I was watching something last night on Pluto TV. I I was back on Pluto TV for whatever reason last night. And um commercial come on for I'm gonna say Sonic for lack of a better one of them restaurants, and I think it was Sonic. Yeah. And they were advertising two double cheeseburgers for seven dollars. Huh. And they were like, yeah, this is a great deal. You can get two singles for five or two doubles for seven. And I was like, it wasn't that long ago that you could go to McDonald's and get two doubles for about $2. Right, yeah. It it really was dirt cheap because back in my poor days, believe me, I ate a lot of 
I ate a lot of those singles and McDoubles, you know, that were like 99 cents or a buck 20 or something. Yeah, there is no such thing as the dollar menu anymore at these restaurants. No. And, you know, like we will go because, you know, we're out late doing working and stuff like that. So we'll go to like a restaurant to get some actual food for dinner. Mm-hmm. And we go to like a bar or just a regular sure. restaurant. And you are literally paying thirteen ninety nine for a burger, fries, whatever. And yeah. that's the same that you're going to pay at McDonald's, and it's shittier food. I don't understand mm-hmm. why people do it anymore. It's not cheap anymore. There's it's nothing... only convenient. It's only convenient. That's it. That's, that's it. It's just you can you can roll in and and four minutes later have something that you can stuff in your face. But there's a reason that it only takes four minutes because it's shit. And what the. The only way that it is actually worth your money is if you use, like, the apps. If you use the McDonald's app, or the Burger King app, or whatever, uh, the apps actually will save you money. But other than that, it's it's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it is. It's, it, and, and, but the, the problem with the app is they always fuck up your order. Yeah. Every time I've ever used the app for um, McDonald's, well, anytime I go to any McDonald's, they always fuck up the order. That seems to be like one of the rules to work there is you cannot, you can't read a menu or you can't read a screen and put in the right products every time. And the other, the other big problem with McDonald's these days is they always, they never serve you your food when you, when you pull up. Have you noticed that? No matter what, if you pull up and you say, yeah, I'll take a Big Mac meal. Right. Something simple. That's probably the most basic. That's the number one on every McDonald's in the country, a Big Mac meal, right? You would think that a Big Mac meal, you would roll up, you'd pay, you roll up to the next window, they hand you a bag, right? (laughs) No. Every time I go, and that's what I get, a Big Mac meal. Every time that I go there, can you pull around to the front of the building? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then the guy comes up to me and is like, are you the guy that ordered the chicken sandwich and the um, the two apple pot? You know, something that's just totally not my order. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Okay. And the minute you say no, well, now all of a sudden he thinks you're an asshole. Even though it wasn't what you ordered. Right. He thinks you're an asshole, so he goes back in and he doesn't come back out for another 15 minutes. <laughs> it's like, why am I doing this? You used to buy a Big Mac for 45 cents in the 70s. Well, that's because you're 900 years old, Jim. I was going to say, not only is he boring, he's old, too. Yeah, that's because he's like he's like Uncle June old. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I don't know jackals. So I'm just kidding around. Yeah, Jim's Hash browns a- cost $2.09 at McDonald's. Two oh nine. yeah, look. For a hash brown. Hash brown used to be like 99 cents. Yeah. Their hash browns are good. I will give McDonald's credit. Their food is totally shit and it's totally terrible for you. And even though knowing it's terrible, that fucking McGriddle is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. That's a great sandwich. That's a good one. And even though it's made of horse meat or whatever, that McRib is good whenever they decide to sell it. (laughs) I will. I will absolutely eat me a McRib anytime they bring it on the market. I don't know, man. I just I haven't had food in so long now. But like, realize I haven't had like a Whopper or double cheeseburger or anything like that from McDonald's or Burger King for over a year and a half. Yeah. 
Well, you, I miss, I no, miss you don't. Shit like, you, like crazy. No, you don't. I guarantee you, if you ate some of it now, you you would end up sick. I probably would. Your stomach is is conditioned to better food now. So you know, if you put in a a pound of garbage in it, you would definitely feel it. You would definitely. You'd be like, ugh, why did I eat this garbage? Well, this is the problem. Gunner's right. I I, I don't want to. I, when we were starting today, I was like, what are we going to talk about? I really didn't want to talk about the war. I didn't want to talk. I just want to have yeah. fun for the next couple of hours and you know, deal with that all day long. And enough is enough, at least for me, for now. Sure. Nothing's really changed. No. Well, you People have to play- died today. There we go. Well, there, I just gave pay- you your war coverage. We have to pay employees $16 an hour. Prices go up. That's the biggest problem. Yeah. These douchebag kids want money that... You get for like really, like used to. Yeah, get but they're not paying those jobs. kids. McDonald's isn't paying those kids. They fucking fired all of them and put in kiosks. Well, that's because they were asking for fifteen. Look, the McDonald's by me pays. I think their their sign outside said starting at fourteen dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Fourteen dollars an hour for yeah. what? Like I went into McDonald's the other day to get something for my daughter and to get a straw because now I have to eat straws because I'm not smoking either. And I couldn't, there was nobody at the counter. And then when I asked for somebody at the, you know, to come up to the counter, they said, you have to use the kiosk. Nobody <laughs> even came to the counter. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I'll be honest. I don't think I've been in a McDonald's in a decade, maybe longer. Probably longer. You know, I, I just don't, I'm not going in. Forget that. We just do the drive through thing. Yeah. I'm not going into, dude, I, people laugh and they think I'm kidding. I true, true to God have been in one store one time in now eight years. I do not go into anything. Why? Cause I hate it. Cause I, I always get in arguments. I've been kicked out of the giant Eagle in Twinsburg twice and told I'm never allowed to shop there again. I got kicked out of the Walmart in Macedonia for fighting i i can't handle it i the the level of stupidity that goes in that goes on in those stores i want to take everybody and just cave in their fucking skulls get out of the house a little bit i do get out of the house and i'll go to a i'll go to a bar but i don't see i and, and maybe it's just me i get no entertainment no nothing but depression from going to a store you know if i back in the days when i used to actually go to the store to grocery shop and stuff like that i was the guy that would go in the store i knew exactly what i was going to get and i mean i'm running through it i wanted in and out in 15 minutes i i hate going to stores i just i don't like to shop and i really don't like the people in the stores Sitting there dicking around, reading the ingredients on boxes of spaghetti or whatever. It's fucking spaghetti. Like I, I don't like going to like Walmart and stuff like that. That place drives me fucking nuts. But I don't mind going to like a grocery store. I don't mind going to like Big Lots or something like that. I mean, I like you know, one. I like to shop. I don't have a lot of money, but when I have a little bit of money, I like to spend it and have a good time. Yeah. No. And I'm not the Amazon guy because. I want it like now. I don't want to wait a week to get something. I want wait a like, week? 
Have you tried it? Did you order it today? A lot of times you get it today. A lot of times that is true, but there are some things you can't get right away, and I don't like to wait. I, if I know I want something in particular, if I can find it at a store, I'd rather just go get it today. Yeah, no. Nah. It's not worth the, it's For me, it's not worth the aggravation in my mind of potentially dealing with some asshole. Some asshole. And, and I know this is dumb. I know it's me being an asshole. But little things like guys and, and their, their dumb wife going the wrong way in, on the wrong side of the aisle and whatnot, I want to punch them in the face. Get on the right side. Rick, I can relate, Chris, about the... Public? Uh, ask Seth how I interact. Right, let me tell you the story about Rick. All right. Rick is a good good man. Good sure. guy. And you know, when I was uh in dire need of a tank for the my grill gas yeah. uh, gas tank for the grill, mm-hmm. Rick came through. Rick said he had a grill or a tank and I went to go meet him. Right. So I don't know Rick. I, I you know, I've met him before. I know him from you know, the show and everything else and Seems like a good guy, and so I was like, "All right," and I really appreciated it. And you know, he's just a a good guy. But I pull into the Jangle parking lot where I was going to meet Rick, right? And he kind of described what his truck looked like, and I see it parked way back in the back of the parking lot, not really okay. near anybody else. So right. that way we could meet and not have a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and he's not in his truck. I'm like, "All right, I don't know where, where Rick is at, but I know this is his truck." And all of a sudden, I'm hearing, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I turn around, and I see this big dude. Right. And he's screaming at this kid inside of a truck, like a SUV thing. And I was, <laughs> you almost hit me, you dumb bastard. And I'm like, there's <laughs> F words flying and all kind of stuff. Going on. I'm like, that has to be Rick. Right. <laughs> and sure shit, it was Rick. And they're arguing back and forth. One guy's threatening to get out of the car. They're threatening to kick each other's asses all over the parking lot. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Rick. And now I'm thinking this kid in the SUV is going to, like, pull a gun on all of us, and I'm going to get shot in this exchange of trying to just get a propane tank for my grill. Right. Or he's going to accidentally shoot the tank, and we're all going to blow up. Giant Eagle is going to be on fire. It's going to be a nightmare. Uh, But, yeah, Rick doesn't seem to care for the public all that much. Who can blame him? I mean, he's right. He almost got hit. I mean. The guy was backing out of a spot, almost hit poor Rick. Right. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I'm with I'm with that. Rick. I'm with Rick 100. percent You know, about about the public. They're, the public doesn't know how to act in public. And I'll be honest, I'm one of those that doesn't know how to act, so I don't stay out there in that. I know that if I go to a grocery store, I will get into a fight, so I just don't go. The great thing about Rick, though, is, is he's coming out of. Giant Eagle. I'm like, I don't even know why the guy went into Giant Eagle. They were just meeting in the parking lot. And he got in this big fight with this guy, and all he did was go into Giant Eagle to buy me stuff to make burgers on the grill with. Right. <laughs> so then I felt like a dick, because this guy almost got hit, and then got into a fight with somebody uh, just helping me out. But It was, uh, it was something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, people are dicks. People, I, I don't really... Look... I like shopping because I like getting stuff. Sure. But I don't like dealing with a lot of the people that are out there because they are no. insane. Well, and, and you're not wrong about thinking about getting shot, dude. 
you really not have you seen that video that's going around of the the there was a guy he made a noise complaint at an apartment and um the son and the father came out bitching about the complaint and he shot them both dead <laughs> i didn't see that no oh boy and we're close oh. to our guest i don't want to put it up now whatever <laughs> our guests go what the hell are you well fuck it you want to see it Gunner's right. The problem is self-centered stupidity today. It is. What it is. People are people are dicks. Yeah. Goes along with social media and everything else. People just have their 15 minutes. They think they're bigger than they are. And check this out. So they made a noise complaint. This guy complained about the noise. This guy is walking over here. Let's fast forward a little bit. Oh. He's fast. He's like complaining. And then this guy, look at—he just pulls his gun out, boom! Oh my god, shooting people! Wow! Because of a noise complaint in his apartment building, they didn't want to turn it down, so he turned them down. Wow! Is that crazy? Yep. I know. You're telling me I'm not turning the TV up tonight. (laughs) And you're telling me I need to go back into the stores? No. Stay out of the stores. Not me. (laughs) I will. I will avoid the stores, man. I. Right. I don't want to be around the public any more than I have to be. Let's take a quick break and get to our guest. What do you say? Okay. Very cool. All right. Hang on. We'll be right back. Oh, we have a uh, new slash old sponsor that is started up again. Yeah. Um, if you need t-shirts, if you need stuff for your company, whatever baseball team coming up from the spring, whatever it is, or stuff for the holidays, whatever, uh, check them out. Absolutely. We'll be back. Does your company need fresh teas? Have you paid an arm and a leg for the ones you have? Worried about poor quality when you pay less? Stop worrying, Northeast Ohio, and visit us at www.wctees.com. At Wolf Creek Media, we're family-owned, we offer simple pricing, and we're fair and honest. We even have an in-house graphic designer and cover all your apparel needs. So if you need t-shirts, hoodies, banners, or any other type of printing, Call us at 330-353-9695 or visit us at WCTEES.com. That's WCTEES.com, a proud sponsor of The Seth Williams Show. There's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire.
man. Pistols at dawn. Let's welcome our guest to the uh, the show, Adam. Will, how you guys doing today? What's going on? What's up, guys? How are you? Hey, thanks for having us. Absolutely, man. Come on, man. Well, we're loving what you guys are doing, man. No doubt about that. That's yes. uh, that's some solid stuff there, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, dude, why don't we start with, for probably a lot of people that are not aware of the band yet, since you guys are, you know, sort of making your name right now. Why don't uh, why don't we start with kind of a background on the band? Um, you guys are not new, which I was unaware of. You guys have been around for a little while now. So talk a little bit about the history of the band and how you got to where you are today. Somebody. Is that I'm coming through? I don't Ad, hear him. Adam Adam would know more than me. Okay. <laughs> but he seems like he's froze up, so <laughs> you you got it. Go, go with what you know, bro. How's that? All right. Well, I joined the band about a year ago. A little okay. over a year ago. And um I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. I know the band is based from Atlanta, Georgia. And um and I believe they got started um they got started back in 2015. But um they uh, one of the lead guitarists that they had, he he ended up passing away, which was mm. very sad to hear. But so they kind of went on hold for a few years. And then um, once the pandemic hit back in 2020, uh, that's when they all kind of re rejoined and got back together. And they're like, all right, we're going to go for this and all right. make it happen. So right there on. he is. There's Darn. Adam. How y'all doing? Good, man. Thanks for having us. Sure. Well, we're just talking a little bit about the band, and we got we got what happened in the last year when Will joined. But uh, what happened before <laughs> the band, before Will joined, uh, we're just trying to kind of get a history of the band, you know, because um, you guys have been around, you know, more than a minute. Yeah, man. So we we started the band in 2015. Actually, we we did our first singles uh, with Jeff Tomei, who did uh, who did uh, Siamese Dream with Smashing Pumpkins. He right. engineered it. He did a great job with those. We had the initial band issues, drama, this, that, the other. So we took a break for a second. Unfortunately, one of the members passed away. Mm. This goes on for a couple of years. We take a break. Finally, uh, a couple of us decided to get, get back together after he, uh, after he died. Okay. And uh, we ultimately decided to go pro in January of 20 which makes it very interesting because three months later, right. uh, the worldwide pandemic happens, at which point I made the decision uh, that I was just going to put my head down and plow through the pandemic and basically uh, entertain as many people as possible with the band. So we put out eight videos. We put out an EP. You know, we socially distanced in the studio, but I found, you know, a producer that would work with us through the worst part of the pandemic. We found video company that would work with us through the worst part of the pandemic. And we were just real careful. Sure. And, you know, our stock really rose. We, we engaged with over 2 million people during the pandemic, came out like roses, put out our, put out our uh, album that's currently out now, Ascension, which we did with Sylvia Massey. And right. then ultimately, we've had three back-to-back -to -back top 40 singles going into where we are now with Fly Radio Edit. And the long version, the short version of the story is we went on tour with Alter Bridge, uh, with Mammoth, with Fozzie, with Ugly Kid Joe. Uh, we played, you know, this, that, the other this year, uh, coast to coast, another half of the country. And uh, we made some lineup changes, as Will said, brought in one of the top, you know, new guitarists in the, in the, on the friggin' planet, Will James. Uh -huh. And uh, we went out and we made the changes we need after, you know, after we toured a bunch, we realized 
what we had and what we needed to be one of the most elite bands uh, in the United States. And, you know, we went out and got what we needed and, and our uh, singer, John and John Sutu Singh and our bassist, Gabriel Cuevas and the, the four of us, you know, we're, we're as tight as it gets. Sure. Let me ask you this, just because you brought it up, I'll go with it. How do you tell somebody they're not good enough for what you're, <laughs> what you're doing? You know, was was that a difficult conversation to actually say, dude, love you, but got to do what we got to do? Uh, one of two things happens when you're at this point, at this level, mm-hmm. and and you got to give someone the bad news. Either A, they, they, they it's kind of like a stench for someone who hadn't showered in six weeks. <laughs> okay? They either A, know it, and they run because they know they're about to get fired. Right. Which, which Will can tell you we have experienced. And, or B, they just turn it into the nastiest person that they can possibly be to let you know that that they're responsible for all of your success, that right. you've done nothing, and that basically you're going to fail going forward. And, you know, they like to give you a piece of their mind on the way out, at which point that moment lasts about three seconds. I don't engage. We don't engage. We don't right. go public. We don't. We're, we're professionals here. This is a seriously high-level band. And, sure. you know, we're not, we're not into all that, but we let them have their second, and, and then we hang up, and that's the end of it. Right on. You know, well, but you got to do what you got to do if you're going to be with people full time. Like Will and John and Gabriel and myself, like we love spending time together. Um, sure. we, we love traveling. Like Nobody, unit. Yeah. No drugs, no crazy alcoholics, no crazy baby mamas, you know, the whole right. thing. You yeah, see, that, that takes the fun away of being in a band, though, doesn't it? I mean, come on. <laughs> like, if I was going to join a band today, I want to be joining a band that has the drugs, the chicks, the alcohol, and all that kind of stuff, and then hope that the music is good enough to get me through and make a couple of bucks. You know, we, we, we wish we were back in the 70s and 80s to experience that life. Right. Uh, but, but, you know, we, we have the best time because we all love music so much. Cool. We love making That's music cool. and playing music. Sure. I'll now, tell you what, now, Will looks like the happiest guy I've ever seen on this show ever. <laughs> that, since, that, you know, we, we started. So, yeah. He's, uh, it's my natural he, facial expression. That, somehow. That, good, that is him on stage. <laughs> that, is, that is Will James on stage. I nice. love it. I love it. There's That's nothing awesome. better. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, when 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 you started um, getting notoriety, you know, when the band started picking up steam here in the last two or three years, the one thing that I've I noticed from looking and just kind of researching a little bit, you guys hit, and you talked about it a little bit at the beginning here, Adam. You guys really hit YouTube hard. Like you used that almost as an outlet to well if you can't come see us live well you can sort of see us live that that sort of a thing and you guys have been really aggressive with youtube at least it seems like is youtube exposure better than say streaming exposure or radio exposure or do you really have to kind of focus on all three and i'm just noticing one you you have to focus on three in order to be elite the re- it's part of the recipe. What I would say is that at the beginning, though, when you're trying to really establish yourself as a pro band, we we wanted to connect and give give people shows during the pandemic since no one could tour. And so right. what we realized, we put out eight 
eight professional videos during the pandemic. And that was really what caught fires. You know, we put out our first one. It was cold. And we did a million views in four weeks, three weeks, three weeks, a million views. So imagine that. And so it was the it was the type of thing where we knew we were onto something and we and we're old school rockers. Like like even though Will is the happiest 22 year old you've ever met in your life, like he is an old soul, dude. He's like Eddie Van Halen Jr. Right. Like, Like this dude goes back to the 70s. All right. And what I mean by that is he is a rocker, meaning we love music and we love concerts and and what pistols of dawn really wanted to do was deliver true you know video after video after video so we could give you that real true rock and roll experience now how difficult is it now to get radio play because i I mean 2015 you know rock radio was still okay now it's a little bit different it seems like is it tough for the radio play so so it's it's next to impossible unless you have the right team Right. Uh, which, which fortunately we do. We work with some of the best people in the industry in radio and because fortunately, A, we've had a lot of success. B, we have good music. And, and, uh, and, and because of that, we build relationships at radio and they appreciate the work that we put in. But what I would say is, and I was having this conversation earlier with, with a real solid manager, um, you know, it's the type of thing where it's all part of the recipe. You know, if you can't get radio, you're not going to get the streams. If you don't get the streams, you're not going to get the radio. If you're not going to get the radio, you're not going to get touring. If you're not going to get touring, no merchandising. And so you kind of have to have it all. And and it's about finding the right recipe for the band. It's got to be frustrating, though, that the quality of the music is almost secondary to the right people being in place. No. Uh, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Sure. I mean, you can you can be one of the best bands on the planet, but if you don't have the right team uh, and you're not making the right moves, it's pointless, in my opinion. No. How tough is it making money on a streaming stuff that goes on now? It, it's it, it's impossible. I mean, meaning you're not going to make money on streaming. You're going, you know, between streaming royalties and publishing royalties, you know, we make you know several thousand dollars a year. You know, it's the type of thing where you're going to make put several thousand dollars in your pocket where the money is made these days is going to be and let you know, and that's unless you're, you know, you have a number one or you're a legacy actor. You do a billion streams or you do, you know, several hundred million streams. Um, if you're a legacy act, they're making money. They're making real money. Uh, but for us, it's more about touring and merchandising. That's where the real dollars are. I was going to say like, the touring money is going to be. Is it the merchandising? Do you guys have a tent set up everywhere you go? I mean, are you doing the festival thing? Are you doing shows all over? I mean, what do you like better? What do you, do you like doing the festival deals or what? I'll, I'll let Will answer. Will's oh, got to like the fe- I'm telling you right now, I'm going to guess Will likes the festivals because he's having a party. And forget about what you said, Adam. <laughs> this guy's getting chicks wherever he goes. <laughs> he, do- he does, by the way. He does, by the way. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> no, man. I, I mean, the festivals are killer. We did Taste of Madison uh, a few months ago um, up in Wisconsin, and that was one of the coolest festivals I've ever been a part of. I mean, there were about 5,000 people there, and, and they were all just into it, man. And we, we busted into a cover of uh, Bulls on Parade uh, by nice. Rage, yeah. and they were going berserk, you know, jumping up and down, having a blast. But I do love the tours, though. I, I, I cannot get past that the the first tour we did with alter bridge and mammoth like that was a life-changing experience especially being my first tour ever so uh, i was just like like dumbfounded at seeing how it all works and how their machine works and 
it's just an unreal experience for sure. Sure. And and when you want to talk about pros, there's no more pro guys than Mark Tremonti and Ooh. Miles. I mean, those and, and Wolfie too, for that matter. Exactly. And they were man, they were angels. Like they were so kind. And they, I mean, like they came up to us uh, at the first show, and they were like, "Hey, if you guys need anything, just let us know." And we were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was such a cool, cool thing. And Will makes the most valid point. I mean, those guys are just the nicest guys. Mm-hmm. Getting to play in front of six to eight thousand people a night in, in the in the most iconic theaters in the country um, with them every night was was one of the best experiences of my life too. And uh, I want to pay a compliment to Will, to Will because before we went out on that tour, you know, we knew we were going out with Tremonti and with Wolfgang and, mm-hmm. with, and with Miles, you know, three of the most incredible guitarists in rock. Sure. And, and so, you know, when you get this kind of tour, we're the type of band, we don't open shows where, where as I said in a recent interview, we headline and we just happen to be the first band <laughs> right. to go and play. Because if you're going to play a, a, a show of that magnitude, you're not going to go out there, just play your five or six songs and run off and be, be useless, in my opinion, like most opening bands do a lot. Mm-hmm. What we did is we looked at it as one of the biz- biggest opportunities of our existence. And so I challenged Will before we went on tour to write an incredible solo to intro the night with. So nice. fade to black you know, we were still getting known at that point. We They'd fade to black and Will would go into his solo off stage. So all you had was black and Will James monster solo going on. And then Will would come on stage, finish his solo, which was just stupid with that big smile too. And then the, the rest of the band, the rest of the band would come on stage, click into, you know, one of our powerful songs to start the night. And people's mouths were just open because right. they couldn't appre- they they had no idea this was coming you know they they were they, no one had seen pistols at dawn at that big of a level at that point and by i'd say the middle of the tour every night you'd see Tremani watching you'd right. see Wolfgang watching you'd see Miles watching and it was such an honor to be with those guys and because they respected what it was we did and that made it a really special tour rather than just being your typical opener Right on, man. Well, dude, you guys have worked with with a lot of big name people, especially in the production area. Um, you know, as far as recording goes, um, as you've as you've worked with those people, what have you learned that when you started you did not know? Because you guys capture the ascension just sounds. Songs aside, forget the, I love the songs, but even if the songs were shit, the reality is the sound is amazing. So, you know, what have you learned from dealing with, you know, the top end guys? Yeah, I mean, here's, here's what we've learned. It's real simple. You know, fortunately, we write some good music that we really enjoy playing. And when you have good music and you go in and work with the the some of the best people in the world and they will work with you Mm -hmm. Uh, a it validates everything that you're doing and b it's the type of thing where you find out that they're able it's like ascension like you said they're able to actually take it and make it what you always hoped it would be sure you know and and that's that's the coolest thing because you can work with a lot of a lot of engineers and a lot of producers and Mm -hmm. and they're all you know some some are good some are bad but 
when you work with the best in the world and they've worked with the biggest bands in the world and you know that they can do it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty special. You know, when Sylvia Massey sent us the, the last version of the album, which you, you listen to now, yeah. um, you know, it was, it was one of those moments where it was just like, it was just like mine officially blown. And she, sure. you know, she was just cool. It, it's just like Will said about Miles and, and Tremonti. You know, once you work with these people, they're the coolest people in the world. You have good music. They're, 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 sure. they're, your, they're your new buddies. It's always fascinating to me how much the music changes too when you work with with somebody that has different ear. A friend of mine is uh, Mariah from the band Plush that's out there and they're touring everywhere. And um, I knew I I knew her before there was a Plush, so I knew a lot of the songs that became their album, and they're totally different. And I asked her about it, and she told me that she worked with Johnny Cave, who did Disturbed and a bunch of other bands, and she told me that. She was amazed because she thought they were all perfect, which I'm sure you guys all think the same thing when you go to the studio. And then to have somebody else put an ear to it and say, no, no, this will sound better here. Or this, this is an element that you missed. How does that feel for you? And is that comfortable to, to trust somebody that's outside of your little cocoon to take their advice or take their, their, you know, what they're offering? You know, we, 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 we know, we know that they're going to take our music to the next level. Mm. You know what I mean? Like we, we appreciate that fact. Like Will and I were discussing it the other day, Will and John and Gabriel and I are almost done with the new album and uh, for 24, which we're very excited for you to hear. Sure. And, and it's the type of thing where we're, we're, we're talking about who we're going to use as producer and this, that, the other. And it, it's, 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 it's the type of thing where we know they're going to put the polish on it. We know they're going to put the little nuggets of goodness on it. So we're excited about it because that's what takes it. To, you know, you can come in with the greatest song imaginable, right? Mm -hmm. But but the best producers will make it better. And that's what's so cool about mastering. What I didn't realize 100 years ago and when I was a little kid in little bands and stuff and you had crappy mastering mastering engineers – I didn't realize they could actually affect your album. When you work with a top oh, yeah. mastering engineer, they take what the producer did and make it even better. Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 that's that's what's so cool and what 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 Will and I and John and Gabriel are so much looking forward to is just seeing how how amazing these new songs can can really be because this is going to be the best Pistols of Dawn album ever. Sure. And if I could say one other thing, sure. tell your buddy, tell your buddy, uh, Mariah, that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Plush and Pistols at Dawn on tour together would be a, a, a sick ass tour, and that would we be would good. Like to make that happen, that would be good. And that again, be... Will's smiling because he knows about the hot chicks and Plush. <laughs> <laughs> well, there he is knows. that. <laughs> and, and very talented, and she's incredible. And oh, you yeah. know, we want to make that. We we truly want to make that tour happen. That's gonna sure. that, that, That's a good bill. That right, would be I'm telling you right now, Will is just making me happy just by watching him. Uh, but, <laughs> So what is what are the best cities that you you guys have been to that you your favorite cities? I know you guys like talking about the music, but I want to know the cool shit. Like, what are the best places that like that you've been to? Like, dude, even, girls, all that kind of stuff. Kansas City is insane when it comes to music. I mean, they show up and they show out. Like, I've never played to like. I think we've had two shows there um, with the the Alter Bridge tour and the Ugly Kid Joe tour, and uh, they 
I mean, they went nuts for both shows. And at the, the doors, they're all there. They're packed in before the first band even gets going. And, nice. and I mean, they just love it. And then the town is beautiful. They have so much good food there. That's, that's one of my favorite things about going on tour is getting to check out all the food places at the yeah. different towns and stuff. So uh, I definitely say Kansas City is one of my favorites. You yeah, guys got to make it to Cleveland. I know. We, yeah. we played we Cleveland. There. Yeah, where, we, we, where, we played Cleveland. We did. Yeah, where did man, you we, play? Where did yeah, you we, play? Do you remember? Well, uh, uh, I don't remember. King, King, wait, wait, wait. King, King of Clubs. That's Columbus. No, no hold on. Like, we played Cleveland, it. didn't we? Is it like the Winchester or somewhere like that? Winchester? Or... <laughs> We've been so many cities this year, man. <laughs> they're running together. <laughs> That's a good thing, though. Look, well, that's yeah. a Amen. that's a, at least you're busy. You know, yeah. I mean, Amen. in in Wait, today's in t- we played a big ass theater in Cleveland, Agora. Uh, yes, Agora. yes, that's it. We played Agora. <laughs> okay, that's it. Agora was dope. We liked that place. They had these incredible uh, green rooms, like on three levels. Oh yeah, and awesome. uh, in the back, and um, um, the 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 theater itself was super cool, super dope. It was like. Three levels as well, if I remember correctly. Sure. That's one was of the old-time uh, concert clubs here that had a lot of bands come in. Oh, yeah. Good cool place. Cool place. Absolutely. Well, guys, um, you know, you mentioned that there's new music coming and that you guys have been working on it for a while, and it's coming in 2024. What, what, what is holding it from coming out now? Is it just that it's written and not recorded, or you're still tweaking, or where are you at with it? We're pretty uh we're pretty much done with all the songs. Um, we're still in the final polishing phase with with okay. a few. Um, yeah, John's putting down some lyrics and stuff like that still on a few, and uh, we're making just some final tweaks on the last few tracks. But but yeah, um, the next step is going to be going in and uh, getting ready to record and uh, figuring out the producer and stuff like that. So um, that's, yeah, that's I mean kind of where we are right now. Yeah, it's 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 the type of thing where we want this to be the best album we've ever written. Sure. And so we're 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 you know we finished touring in June. We played a bunch. We played a handful of shows. Went to Vegas. Uh, went to Madison, as he said, a couple others. And it's the type of thing where uh, we've been working. Literally, Will and I started uh, two weeks after we got home. Uh, okay. We started writing the record in June, and then when we got the other guys. Uh, we immediately have just been writing and writing and writing. And so it's the type of thing where the songs are all formed. Uh, everything's everything's there. It's just it's just we want to polish and make sure uh, we have number ones on this album. This is not the album we're going to grow with. This is not the album we're going to, you know, try to break into the industry with. We're we're there. We want to now. Uh, can you curse on this thing? Yes, sir. I, we want to blow the fuck up. And so, <laughs> and, tour, and tour every fucking inch of this goddamn planet. And, oh, you're you know, not allowed to say the F word. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Kidding. I mean, fuck me. But anyway, you know, we, we, we've done the... We, listen, listen, we're very blessed. Back to back to back, top 40 fucking singles on Ascension. Hell we yeah. have a great album. We have a gazillion streams, this, that, the other. We toured a shit ton. None. It's meaningless to us at this point. What matters is going forward. What we're sure. going to do, and we want this. We want you to have us back on in six months or three Absolutely. months or whatever it is. You know, we're going to the UK with Fozzie uh, in February, and the new album will hopefully be polished and ready with a bow on it with the first single by then. And you know, we want to come back on and talk about how sure. we're going to take over the fucking planet because. 
because you know we've kind of done we've done a lot so far but now it's time to really make a fucking statement and um and uh you know it's going to be a special 24 so we're just setting it i i guess what's holding us back is nothing we're just right. setting it up we're setting it up so we have a kick-ass 24 sure and, and, and what, see, chris and i chris and i argue about this kind of stuff all the time and i'm, I'm just gonna say it. I like the sound of your music, and I, I, I think it's cool from back then, but I think the stuff that I've heard now is really, really good. And I think that that's what the rock scene needs now is guys like you because I think a lot of this is kind of pussy rock that's out there right now. When I put it on the Grammys, it's rock that doesn't make any sense to me. It's not even rock music. And so we need bands like you guys out there. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, we appreciate it. You know, we don't use tracks. We're old school like that, but sure. we've got to – We've got a real modern feel. If you, you know, the new Fly Radio Edit, it's it 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 hit, and uh, this unit is tight. We don't have any issues, and you know, we're just we're just ready to attack. And so it's kind of like we're ready to unleash what we really got. So if you've liked us thus far, you know, then we got we got some shit in store for you coming up, and and we're gonna go to Europe, and hopefully we'll go to Asia in 24, and you know, the rest of the planet, and but. Uh, We'll be back to Cleveland for sure. Absolutely. In, in 24, a hundred million percent. We love that town. And uh, to answer the question that Will answered, uh, for me, like he said, Kansas City, Seattle, that that show at Agora. I mean, so many of the iconic places playing in, in, in we were in fucking Michigan at the machine shop. It was just one of those special that, moments. That was cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, playing on our own, you know, in our own hometowns, you know, stuff like that. But Honestly, right now we feel like a fucking chained beast. I don't know how I, I don't know how to put it any other way. Like we've got so much good shit coming, and and uh, hopefully you'll have us back then. Absolutely, man. Well, dude, obviously you know one of the one of the advantages that you guys have right now with you know with working on new music is you have a single that's hot, which means that you guys are not going to come in after being forgotten you know and you and you guys are well aware you know in the music world today you know you're here today you're gone later today you know it's it's kind of the way of the the world but having a hot single right now as you go to the studio it's not going to be a year before people hear you again they're just going to hear this song and by the time this one wears through you'll be ready with probably the first single for the next one is that by design or is that just sheer luck because Fly is hitting? Nah, man. We've been on the radio now for a year and a half. Right. Uh, we started with The Truth literally a summer ago. Uh, we went with The Truth a summer ago for six months. We went six months with Under the Surface, and now we've gone, we've gone four and a half months with Fly. With Fly. Right. And, you know, we never we always scratch our heads with that shit how bands go away for two and three and four years yeah and then pop up with their new album fuck that shit we 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 are writing so we can come out with our next single right after the new year starts we don't want any lull and then and then hopefully it's just song, track after track after track after track yeah. you know we write these albums so we can have multiple tracks come out and that's the different what's that all killer, no filler. Yeah, I mean, dude, we will we will not put filler on our albums because we want, you know, at least three, four tracks going to radio. Right. You on. Know? Other otherwise, what the fuck are we doing writing it putting out an album? We can just put out singles and call it a day, you know? Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming on tonight, man. We're gonna end the show or end this interview with the with Fly Action. We're gonna play that when we're done. Awesome. Uh, I just wanna thank you guys for coming on. I'm gonna live my life like both of you. 
like you, Adam, with the intensity that you have is fucking killer. And with a big ass smile on my face, like Will. So I, I, not only have you inspired me with the music, but you inspired me by coming on tonight. So thank you. Hell yeah. Thank you guys. We're, we're, we're grateful from the entire band, uh, John and Gabriel, uh, just thank y'all for having us. And anytime you want us, we're back. Sure. Well, tell people where to go to keep up with you guys. Yeah. Yes, sir. Pistols at Dawn Band on Facebook, Pistols at Dawn Official on Instagram. And you can find every other type of social media and every other type of information on pistolsatdawnband.com. And we love to engage. So just please get in touch. Very good. Yeah, I'll check out the website. It's pretty cool. Thank you guys for coming on, man. Thank y'all so much. Thank Appreciate you. All right, guys. See, see you again soon. Tell right, Maya man. what I said. I will do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. See you guys. man that was good stuff do you remember when you had that much energy uh, I, yeah <laughs> and i don't want to hear any more shit did you see the girls in the video hell yeah. about will has a smile on his face for a fucking reason hell yeah i just love you know what my favorite part of that interview was uh, as soon as we told him he could swear it was like a different guy showed up i love that and I love we should band. just you know what we got to start doing, and here, this is interviewing trick 101 as somebody that does foul mouth radio a lot. Yeah. You got to swear immediately in an interview. So that way they know they So that they know that they can say fuck. <laughs> because then they loose. I mean, you saw it. As soon as he saw that he could, he loosened way up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. We got Tony Masashi in the wings here. And All right. we will get to him shortly. Hang on. Advertise your business or service today on The Seth Williams Show. We offer video commercial advertising live and in rebroadcast of our show daily. Commercials are permanently placed within the video on-demand segments of our show, which are available on the CMS Network, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, and CMS TV. Web graphic advertising is also available on thesethwilliamsshow.com. Get your business, service, or band the recognition it deserves by advertising on a great show like The Seth Williams Show. Email us at sales at thesethwilliamsshow.com today. Let us work with you to improve awareness about you. Hey everybody, it's Don Dockin. When I'm feeling nostalgic, I always go to Pinball PA. You gotta go check it out. It's a lot of fun. When you want to have fun in Pennsylvania, there's only one place to go. Pinball PA. Located near the Pittsburgh airport, 
We have over 420 classic pinball machines and arcade games that you can play. Admission starts at only $24.99. Want to have a party? Well, there's no better place than Pinball PA. Visit our website today at www.pinballpa.com to get more information or to book your next small or large party. Pinball PA, it's where the action is. Kind of helps to do that. Uh, right back here uh, with Chris Hagen, Seth Williams Show. And um, that was good. I really enjoyed that band. Pistols yeah. at Dawn. Pistols at Dawn. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Tony Masaccio. All right. Our restaurant there? reporter. He is somewhere. Hello. There he is. Hey, Tony. Oh, shit. Am I on the air? Yeah. Hey, no swearing on this show. <laughs> oh, I had to say my swear words since we're out of podcast. <laughs> Guys. I am here live at Antonio's Beer Wall, located at 1350 West Royalty Road in Broadview Heights. Everybody knows the Antonio's Pizzas. They're in every suburb. They have 17 stores throughout Northeast Ohio. This is their newest location. It's a really cool concept, which I'll show you in a minute here. So how this works is you just come inside, you go to the counter, and it's all self-serve. You hand the girl your MasterCard or Visa, just like in real life. You give the girl your Visa, and she spends with it. (laughs) (laughs) You get a little key fob, and follow me. So then what you do is you actually go, there's two things that you can purchase here, food and alcohol. So you go right to the terminal here. This one isn't actually activated, but you hit the wristband or keypad to the terminal here. And then you just open up the tab, and then you can order pizzas, sandwiches, appetizers, everything right on the menu. Wow. Goes into the kitchen, and then it actually comes out with the beauty of television. Here's all my food, guys. Is this cool? Wow. It's really a great concept. So, again, you're not waiting for your server. Food comes to you. And, of course, they ask you how everything is. And then... What's great about this is they not only have a self-serve bar, but they have a party center. They have a patio outdoor, and it's a sit-down. And Antonio's Pizza is located right here adjacent to the building. So you get your to-go pizzas or you get them delivered. They used to have the Antonio's Pizza right across the street here, actually right on the shopping strip. They closed that store, and they opened it right in their brand-new building. They built this about four months ago. Yeah, that place is literally like a mile away from yeah, my house, and I know it's pretty close to you too, Tony. Yeah, it's really cool. So, Tony, yeah. how does how does a um how does a do uh the bar work with? So with... I'm going to show you that real quick. Say hello to these ladies. Hi, ladies. Hello, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> I knew you'd love that one. <laughs> <laughs> hello, ladies. So here's. Here's the beer wall right here. There's over okay. 50 tabs, so you not only can get beer, you can get liquor, you can get mixed drinks, so you can get vodka, tequila, and one of my favorites from my 20s, Jack Daniels. Right. All right. So how this works, again, this isn't activated. You would just touch the tab, and then you hit your liquor, and then you would just grab a glass, 
whichever glass you want, whether it be a margarita glass, a cocktail glass, or a beer glass, you open up the tap, and it goes from one ounce to whatever you guys want to order. And the nice part about it is you can test all the different beers. Wow. This is like high-tech stuff over there. It man. really is. And here's the cool part about it. So you can go to any one of the liquors and find out about that liquor or wine. So, for instance, Jack Daniels, 150 years old, handcrafted in white oak barrels, one to ten ounces, and you're on your ass. All right, I, I got to ask you, Tony, because this is scary as hell to me as a drinker. Will will they will this thing stop you from buying if you're out of um, out of credits? No, so actually your MasterCard that goes to $2,500, you can buy the whole freaking wall, Chris. <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of a scary concept right there. To, I mean, to answer, you know, I got a little taste of the Jack Daniels here when I open up the valve. still tastes like it did in my 20s. Oh, that, this stuff ruined me, I can't say. I'm lucky I got into broadcasting after this stuff. Anyways... <laughs> The cool part about it, though, and to answer your question, is here now you can try all these different beers by ounce or two ounce and then enjoy a beer that you may have never had before, which is another one of my crazy beers, Chris and Seth, which is called, oh, my God, they don't have it. They must have ran out. It was Sweet Baby Jesus. It's a 6.75 alcohol. It's wonderful. Unfortunately, they ran out of it. So the next morning, you're saying that after those 10 ounces. It's a great drink. (laughs) So is this a cool concept? It really is a cool concept. I love that. that, One guy, Rick is right, though. It it kind of, AI is kind of killing stuff in a way. I mean, there's no bartenders that are getting tipped and... Good point. I mean, look, so, it's really high tech, really cool, and I, I'm going to check it out, no doubt. But so, it's the wave of the future, I guess. It really is the wave of the future. Guys, you know what? I'm going to actually turn you on to Jim, who's actually the chef here. Let me put my ear pot in his ear. All right. Put this in your right ear. Hello. How Good. How are you? Good. Good. Well, tell tell us about the tell us about the food that you guys serve there, man. Oh, we have excellent food over here. We have a, a, a new concept right now. It's a, a brick oven. Okay. Our brick oven is um, amazing. It's a homemade dough every day. Uh, we have our natural or our uh, uh, stone pizza. Okay. And what Very kind good. of sandwiches do you have? I mean, we have. Uh, sandwiches, uh, we're pretty much right now, we're doing, uh, different kinds of subs. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh. Very cool. Is it, is, is your place, um, primarily lunch or is it lunch, dinner, into the evening? I mean, what are, what are the hours looking like? Uh, ours, we open at 11 o'clock every day. Friday and Saturday, we close at midnight. Sunday, we close at 11. Uh, on the brew law side. Antonio's, we open at 11 every day and close at 10 every day. Okay. At 11, Friday, Saturday. Sure. Uh, well, primarily right now, we are uh, predominantly at dinner. Uh, we are trying to boost our lunch sales. So, I mean, we're open all day. Sure. Now, now we were, we were talking to Tony, and we were saying that it is scary to have that kind of access 
without somebody checking you with drinking. Do you have a lot of problems with people drinking too much? Uh, no, actually, we have um, we have reload bands. Um, and that's for all the managers as well as some of my staff members. Um, so we kind of monitor that way. So on reloads. Yeah, I was wondering because you know, like the bar could be responsible if somebody's over drinking, over pouring, and all of a sudden, yeah, but you guys do monitor how much people are taking. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, with the uh, with the uh, brew wall, the beer wall itself is uh, thirty-two ounces of beer. Okay, and then what'll happen if you scan over this way? Um, what'll happen is when you tap right here with your wristband, and this goes red, it'll give you a little message right here. And I'll say that you need to be reloaded. And that's where one of my employees or one of us managers will come over. And we kind of come do a real quick, you know, monitoring system. Are they slurring their words? So in that aspect, yes, that's when we're starting to take control of. Okay. You know, well, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's well, it looks cool. great. I mean, it, it looks, looks like great. a great place. Well, thank you. Very good, man. Well, get give, give give the plugs again. Oh, or not. <laughs> well, Tony, um, give give us the give us the plugs again for this place. I didn't catch the name of it at the start, so I it, it's Antonio's Beer Wall. So again, this was the this is the Antonio's that we knew that started way back in Parma Town Mall, and they were in the food court years ago. Then they opened up the restaurant on the outside of the. Uh, Armatar Mall itself. And now they have locations in Solon, Broadview Heights. They have Tony Maloney's, which is located in North Royalton on York and Sprague Road, which is a sit-down restaurant. And they are well known for their pizzas, which is really cool. Yeah, I've had their food a bunch of times. It's very good. It actually, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't been to Antonio's. They should have an Antonio's up by you, Chris, I'm assuming. I don't think they do, no. Huh. Where do you live, Chris? Twinsburg. Um, actually, there's one in Solon, which is close to you. Is there? Right okay. By, yeah, right off the Sam Center Road there. Oh, so I am glad that Jim answered your question because I would have figured out a way to override this thing <laughs> and just put my freaking head right underneath, right underneath this tip. <laughs> I was going to say, and I'll, you can see my face underneath the vodka tap at the end. I got a feeling Tony will be pushing other people's faces under the one that's uh, spewing out the margaritas. <laughs> hey, guys, real quick, let's give away a $20 gift certificate. So you figure it out, Seth, whether they email you, call you, text you. I have a $20 gift certificate to Antonio's Beer Wall in Broadview Heights. So okay. let's give it to a viewer. Sounds hey, good to me. Have you, hey good. so, uh, Seth, have you gotten your uh, vaccination shot? Did you get one this year again for uh, COVID? Uh, no, never got no. one to begin with. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good for you. So I only got one because I had government jobs and I was supposed to have this, and I never got the second one. So now all the so now all these government jobs they don't even need it anymore, which is crazy with my window cleaning business. So my daughter is a nurse practitioner. And she told me, Dad, you got to get the shingle shot at least because you're 60. So I went and got the shingle shot. Now she said, well, you got to go get the flu shot. And I got that once before, and I got sick getting the flu shot. So I'm done. She said, oh, no, you don't even have to go to the doctor anymore. You can go to Walmart, and there's no line, and you can get the flu shot. I said, Kelsey, I need a vaccination just to go into that store. <laughs> <laughs> Who, 
Look, maybe I'm crazy, but who's going to feel safe getting medication in a Walmart? Great points. <laughs> Very good, Chris. So, what guys, is Tell me. You can tune in every Saturday morning on Flashpoint 1490 WERE between 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock. Again, 1490 AM WERE. You can actually Google it right on your phone. As a matter of fact, put it on your alarm on your phone, 9.55 every Saturday. When the alarm goes off, tune me in, and you can hear some great restaurants throughout the city. Next week, I will be live at a brand-new Mexican restaurant right down the street on 82. Where is that? What is called, what's it called? Where is, where is that place? Because I was it's, looking for it the other day. I didn't see it. Anymore. It is called Casa Bonita, which is right – it's behind the – the John Deere. It's in front of the John Deere dealership on 82. Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. Sounds so, good, Tony. Thank you. I'll see you next week. Tony Masasha reporting live at Antonio's Beer Wall. Everybody knows Tony. Seth Williams show. Back to you guys in the studio. All right, Tony. So, his internet was decent today. Yeah, exactly. That place is actually very nice. I mean, that looks, that looks cool. cool. I was concerned too. All right. Well, first, I put up my email address there, SethWilliams32 at yahoo.com. Yeah. Uh, anybody that emails, I will pick a winner and, and give somebody a $20 gift card to Antonio's. Yeah. I just uh, put it up so that people could see it if they're watching. There you go. So that's it. I'll pick somebody and somebody will get a gift card. Yeah, um, that's great. I'm not going to get scientific here and say the 35th email that I get. No. <laughs> You have to pick somebody. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was worried about how people would actually get monitored and how they, you know, curb that overpouring situation. Yeah. Otherwise, if I was a cop, I'd just park my car right outside there, <laughs> like around ten o'clock at night, and, and say, yeah, and just right, we're gonna start pulling people over. Yep. Just, just get anybody stumbling out of the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but it, it's a cool concept, but. And I'm not going to badmouth it. We just had them on, but I don't think they're listening anymore. But really, AI is getting rid of so many people. It is. I mean, but... you think about what that place has now. You got somebody that's working the cash register and, and mm-hmm. going to you know, give you a wristband or whatever, your little fob to go do your, your deal and get your drinks. Sure. And order your food at a, a little console thing. And then you have the to-go station. I know for a fact because we pick up food there to-go at times. And there's one person there. And you probably have a few people working in the back in the kitchen. And that's what it takes to run a major chain restaurant now. Yeah. Well, you know what? A couple things come to mind. First of all, the kids did it to themselves. Yeah. You know, they're the ones that wanted the $15 raises. Well, businesses are going to find ways not to pay it. It's that simple. And two, the kids did it to themselves because when they are trusted, they can't get the damn orders right. Or do it quick enough. Yeah, I mean, like. There's some places that we stop sometimes to to get food, and like there's a Little Caesars over by by us, and they have this one kid that works there, fat little chunky kid, and like he always wears a stupid like floppy hat and stuff. Mm -hmm. Has no sense of urgency at all to try to work and get stuff done. We walked into another another pizza place the other day. I won't even say the name of it, but the guy actually said it's a carryout, or I don't really give a shit. Oh, good. And that was in front of us. Yeah. We're customers. Mm-hmm. And what he said in the back and where people could hear him is it's carry out, carry out order. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but I mean, they don't. Who they hire now, though. 
Yeah, well, they, they got to hire anybody that'll work. That's really what it comes down to is businesses are so struggling to get people to work well, that they just fact. hire anybody. Like Gunnar says, they even show up for their shifts. Yeah. And that's true. That's true. Dude, there's a and – I, and I will happily, because they've fucked me 15 different times, the Wendy's here in Twinsburg, <laughs> I'm happy to share what a shithole that place is. My daughter, who works DoorDash, will not pick up from that Wendy's because there's so many refunds because they screw up the orders that that she ends up losing Ooh, money by taking taking their their orders. Right. So she doesn't take their orders. Like she'll look. You, I mean, you know, and for people that don't know, your phone bings and it tells you, you know, there's an order and it's what eight miles or whatever it is or. Right. You know, it tells you how far it is and how much money it is. Probably where to pick it up. And everything. Yeah. And she'll look at it. If she sees Wendy, she's out. She's like, nope, doesn't care. She don't care if it's a $50 order. Right. She's not going to do it because the Wendy's always goofs it up. They always, and they've done it for us. Dude, one time me and my son, we ordered, you know, two meals, two burgers, two fries, two drinks, and they got every bit of it wrong. Six things they got wrong. You should not if look, if you're having a bad day at a restaurant, you could you shouldn't have six things missed in a day. On a bad day. Right, right. But the problem is, and I think a lot of it has to do with the kids of today, mm-hmm. they don't have any pride in what they do. No. I worked at Bob Evans as a kid. Mm-hmm. When I was sixteen years old. One, I took an RTA bus to get my fat ass all the way from Cleveland Heights out to Mayfield. Sure. To to bus tables. Mm-hmm. You know, and I cared about the job enough because I had a job yeah. and I wanted to work and I wanted to make money and I cared enough about, about that job to make sure that it, I didn't splash people with food. Sure. I cleaned the table off the right way and it was a shit job and I hated it, but I still took pride in what I did. There's no pride anymore in what people do. No. no. Well, dude, look at that girl that we featured last week on the show, the one that was complaining about the nine to five. Right. Her whole reason to go to work is only to live her social life. She has no pride at all in the job itself. None. The only thing she cared about was, well, I got to go because I got I to gotta have money so that I can date and so that I can run around. You know, they, they don't have it. Dude, I, I worked some miserable, miserable jobs. I burned bodies, for God's sakes. I literally worked in a crematory ripping bodies apart that were half-cooked. That's as bad as it gets. And you know what? I can tell you for a fact that there was never a body that was not all the way turned to dust because I took pride in the job. I did not put in, you know, pieces of bone and uncooked skin into the urns. Absolutely not. I took pride even in that job. And that's the worst job known to man. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's but you had pride in what you did. You did. You, I, I was not going to lose my job for not doing it well enough. It, it, you know, that that's embarrassing. And, and how is that not embarrassing when it's a bad job? How can you not be embarrassed that you can't get an order right at, at Burger King or at Wendy's or whatever? There's no pride. They don't care. They don't, they don't, they care. don't care. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, well, let's take a quick break, and then we have the dog pound details to wrap things up, and we'll talk about the Browns. And speaking of bodies burning, um, <laughs> we'll talk about the Browns to wrap up the show. All right. So we'll take a quick break, and we'll do that, and then we'll be right back. All right. Hang on.
Are you looking for a way to support The Seth Williams Show? Get your Seth Williams Show merchandise today. From coffee mugs to clothing and everything in between, our high-quality merch is the perfect way for you to not only support the show, but show everyone what is the greatest show going today. Just go to shop.thesethwilliamshow.com now, shop around, and buy some great merchandise from The Seth Williams Show. Shop today. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. What's up, guys? John Drake here with the Dog Pound Details right here on the Seth Williams Show. Well, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Browns come out of Seattle with a very disheartening 24-20 to loss. And I only say that it's disheartening because... When you've got the lead with two minutes to go on the road and all you need is three yards when you're running the ball successfully, you should win those games. And so coming out of there with a loss, very, very disheartening. Uh, dumb play call to pass the ball. I get what Stefanski was saying. You know, they had the two-minute warning coming up no matter what. So even if it was an incomplete pass, you know, clock's going to stop. It's going to be the same result as it would be with the two-minute warning if you ran the ball and didn't get it. But the problem is, is there is a much lower probability of a turnover with a run play than there is with a pass play. So it was just a dumb call overall. And all that good luck that we had the previous couple weeks came back and bit us right in the ass because the defender didn't even he didn't even tip it. It was thrown off his helmet, for God's sakes. But, you know, I guess you'll have it. Things even out in the NFL and uh, 
So the Browns, instead of coming out with a gutsy, fought, hard-fought, very tough victory against the Seattle Seahawks and a 5-2 and two record, they fall to 4-3, and three, and they are now in second place in the AFC North, uh, tied with Pittsburgh, tied with Cincinnati. So it's going to be an interesting season for sure. Um, like I said, it was a bummer. Uh, I really thought it was going to be a blowout after those first two drives. It did not look good at all. And then the, the, the defense turned it around. They got back on track. They looked like the defense we'd seen for much of the first part of the season, which was excellent. Um, unfortunately, P.J. Walker can't get out of his own way. The guy can't stop turning the damn ball over. And that leads me to, you know, this complete inability of the front office to get a quarterbacking option. Why they didn't go after Jacoby Brissett a lot harder than they did, I have no idea. Apparently, the asking price for Brissett by the commanders was a second-day pick, so they're looking for a second- or third-round pick. Second-round pick, you don't do. Third-round pick, I got to be honest, Deshaun Watson's not coming back anytime soon, and if he does, they're rushing him back in there because they don't have a viable option. If they were able to get Jacoby Brissett or somebody else who could at least give you you know, mediocre to like, you know, average quarterback play, they would probably have already put Deshaun Watson on short-term IR. The fact that they have not just shows that they don't have anywhere else to turn to steward the offense. And that's just bull crap, you know? And th then the reports came out that, you know, oh, they tried to get uh, Brissett, but they offered a sixth round pick. What the hell is that? That's no one's going to accept that with all the quarterback injuries that happened this, especially this week. No one's going to take a sixth-round pick for him. That was just stupid. It was like a perfunctory offer to be able to tell people, oh, we tried. And shut up. You didn't try at all. I mean, it's, you know, I'm not one of those, you know, make a trade for trade's sake types of fans. I, I don't care. If it's not going to improve us, then what's the point? But you had to address this quarterback situation, and you did nothing. You did absolutely nothing. I mean, you traded Donovan Peoples-Jones for a sixth rounder, but it's not even next year. It's in 2025. You basically just handed the guy away, and I get it. He was a free agent at the end of the year. You probably weren't going to re-sign him and all that, but man, oh, man, it just looks like you're not even trying. So um, I, I don't know. It's such a weird Brown season, man. Like I've said I've said before, I, I don't care how you win, just win. And they're four and three, which, you know, they have a winning record. They've got a lot of winnable games coming up. But I do not like the way they're handling some of these things. I mean, this Deshaun Watson situation has just gotten stupid. Just shut the guy down. Stop at the beginning of every week saying, oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make that decision later in the week. If you can't definitively say whether or not he's playing, he's not ready. As I've said before many times, we are worried about January and February. We are not worried about the end of October, the beginning of November. Shut his ass down. Find a viable replacement quarterback that can get you through the next four to six games while he heals and move the on. I'm just so tired of watching them just spin their tires like this. It's just stupid. So uh, in any case, we have the uh, Arizona Cardinals this week who are starting a rookie quarterback. So I wouldn't be surprised if we started Dorian Thompson Robinson. The rumor is that uh, Stefanski is really sick and tired of PJ Walker's turnovers. So we'll see. It's going to be a stinker at quarterback this week, but as long as the Browns the Browns win, I don't care how it happens. So, oh man, Browns in a route this week. Let's hope run game just goes all over Arizona. So, all right, guys. Well, John Drake here, and as always, y'all go Browns. Hoo hoo.
I think I, John. I, I, I like John. Yeah. But is he retarded? I mean, what's going on with him? Because the Browns are going to run all over this team. The Browns ain't going anywhere. Well, but Arizona's Sorry, really bad. Arizona's really bad. And they traded what was a bad quarterback anyway with uh, the guy we gave them, Dobbs. Arizona traded their quarterback to the yeah, Minnesota. The Browns. They're not going to beat the Browns. This is a win this week. I'll put the I'll put the meal on this one. I'll put the meal on this no, one. No, 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 but they have zero talent at quarterback. Zero. But neither does does um the Cardinals. So that's a wash. I don't know what I've been reading is Kyler Murray it could be coming back. Kyler Murray's not coming back this week. And even uh, if he does, he hasn't played in a year. Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray took first team reps in practice this week and is getting closer to return. That was three days ago. Yeah, he ain't playing this week. He might. I mean, I don't know. But even if he does, he still hasn't played in a year. One Miles Garrett hit on his knee, and he's going to be crying. And Kyle, Kyler, Kyler Murray sucks anyway. He's not that good. He's better than we have. Yeah, now, yes. I'm not saying that, but what does that mean? He doesn't have anybody to throw it to. He doesn't have anybody to hand it to. Look, they have a rookie, Clayton Toon, who could be uh, starting for them on Yeah, on Clayton Toon against DTR. It's going to be a sick. Toon is, has, has a better chance of beating the Browns than if we put Deshaun Watson out there uh, to beat them. It's, it's going to be a 6-3 to three game. <laughs> I don't agree with him that it's going to be a route. I think it's going to be like 9-6 to six or 6-3. to three. I think there's going to be 400 punts in this game. That's what I want to put up. I want the beer card. Oh, from the brewery? Yeah. <laughs> As our bet. All right. I don't want that because I'll die if I get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, they're going to win I, this I, week, I, but I, it ain't going to be pretty. It's not going to be. It's not going to be championship football in, by any means. There we go, Jackal. Finally, I agree with you, my friend. Same old shit year after year after year. And he Same would know. He's 80. Target. He's not 80. He's 63. Same thing. You're almost there. 55. Got a long ways to go to be that old. We call Al Bundy up. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to use Hunt or is he in the doghouse? Look, Hunt. Hunt's not in a doghouse. Stefanski just doesn't know how to coach. As far as I, I'm I concerned. I say that. I don't know shit about coaching. But yeah. I know when to play good players. As far as I'm I, concerned, Hunt could be Hunt could be punting Stefanski's wife and he should still be playing. Absolutely. <laughs> you play the players that are good. Again, like you said, he could come over here and kick my dog. I'd be pissed, but yeah. he should still be in the backfield. Yeah. That's I'm the same way. I don't I don't watch football to see to see good characters. Hair versus hair bet. Look, yeah, I that's never gonna bet. happen. That's never I gonna just, happen. All right, we'll go bald. Nope. I'll never make that bet. I don't <laughs> care if the I don't care if the Browns if if the Cardinals say that they're gonna forfeit the game, I wouldn't do that bet. I am I not cutting my hair for it. nothing. I've gone 12 years without scissors touching this hair. I'm not doing, I'm not cutting it. Really? Yeah. Well, is it 12? 11. Last time I cut my hair was December 27th of 12. 
The first time that my wife ever saw me was shorter hair. Like I did this after I got out of the hospital because it mm-hmm. just it, it, and it does it feels better and I like it better. I don't like it yeah. super short, but you know, I like. It. Yeah. But when I, the first time I ever got my hair cut short and shaved completely mm-hmm. was for a true benefit. Okay. And he wanted me to do it because you know for the the show at the at the Hilton. And right. So, you know, they redid my hair, cut off all the long hair that I had, completely shaved me. Right. And I walked into the hotel and I went to go change my clothes to so I go out on stage. And I knocked on the door. Heather opens it up and immediately burst into tears. <laughs> and I thought she was happy, like, oh my God, it's Seth. New Seth. No, they were tears of sadness and pain. <laughs> she hated it so much that she burst into tears. That's hilarious. And then I felt like complete shit, but you know, it was all right. <laughs> but she likes this look. All right, beard for beard. How about Fu Manchu to Fu Manchu? Loser has to show up Monday in a Fu Manchu cut. <laughs> I would do that. And I, I got a big beard going. Which where you you keep the around it, but you shave out the middle and you shave the sides. You just keep the like James Hetfield used to have back in the nineties. So just keep just keep yeah. down. Just right. keep down, but you shave the sides and shave out the middle. I might, I'll go for that. I don't think of how that would. Maybe I might do that. Well, you shave it off after the show, but yeah, I'll I, do that. I, I don't like me clean shaven is no good. I don't like me clean shaven either. Why do you think I grow a beard? I got to hide certain fatness. <laughs> why not just put why not just your hair in a ponytail so no one should have to cut their hair for anyone look I don't care it wasn't that big of a deal to me one I was donating the hair that I had to charity so that was right. a good thing and then you know it was for the show I, hair grows back except when I was in the hospital dude I was in the hospital and like I was drugged up a lot mm-hmm after losing the leg. And so, you know, I didn't know a lot was going on. And there were times where they literally, and, and it was kind of fucked up and mean, but they would leave me at the end of the bed mm-hmm. and then leave. And I had to drag myself by my arms up back into the bed so I could lay down. Right. And I didn't know how to do it really with one leg. It's very difficult. It's a different, different kind of experience. Sure. And so I was doing it one night and I was pulling myself up. And my hair, which was longer at the time, got caught in my hand as I was pulling up and ripped a big, huge patch right the hell out of my hair. And so uh, one day my wife was pushing me in the wheelchair and she goes, she looked at my daughter, he's going bald. She thought I was going bald. <laughs> but I had this big patch, it was like a big, huge circular patch in the mm-hmm. back of my head was gone. Yeah, but, when, I was, when I first got out of the hospital after having COVID, I started losing all. I almost shaved my head because it, it, you know, I judge it. I don't know how much I lose or not lose, but every day I was combing it and I felt like a cancer victim, like just pulling tons of hair out on the, on the brush. And it got to, I judge it by how many wraps for a, for a hair tie I got to do because I pull my hair back a lot when I'm working. And, um, 
usually it's two. You know, usually I put it in the thing and I flip it once and one, and that's enough for my hair. Yeah. It was getting like five and six times. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, I'm like going bald here. And I didn't want to be that guy. You know, the guy that like, you could see like the skin on his scalp, but he still keeps his hair and he just looks like he's sick. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to be that guy either. Or he has a skullet where he keeps yeah. the long hair on the sides and in the back, but there's nothing on top. Yeah, I didn't want to be that guy either. And I, I literally was within days. I had given myself to a Friday that if I was still pulling hair off of off of the, the brush, that I was going to shave my head because I just wasn't going to be that. And then it just stopped. And yeah, I was like, ooh, thank God. I, I started wearing hats like all the time. I wore, all of a sudden just wear baseball hats. For I, I, dude, I, 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 I have a hat right here. I, my, I wife bought me, my wife bought me dioxin or something like that. It's like mm -hmm. this stuff to help you grow your hair. Right. Because she was so concerned that I was like losing it all. <laughs> if I ever do go bald, my wife is leaving me. I mean, I think that's pretty much <laughs> I'm going to have to get a wig. I'm going to have to be, you know, that guy right. that goes to the store and gets glue and <laughs> You'll look like the guy from Quiet Riot with the, <laughs> yeah. the long flowing wig. <laughs> like he was almost bald and then all of a sudden he showed up one day with like, right. you know, hair two, two and a half feet long, all curly. Golden thick. locks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be me. That'll be you. It'll be great. <laughs> uh all right. Well, I guess it's that time of night. Thanks yep. For, for listening and watching tonight. Much appreciated to everybody. And thank you, Chris. And thank you to Pistols at Dawn. Yes. Those dudes were cool. And uh, I don't know what we have Monday, but we'll have something. Yeah, we'll have something. We probably have nothing yet, but we'll figure something out. We'll figure it out and have a, a great rest of the week and a good weekend, everybody. Be safe. All right. See ya. And we'll talk to you later. See ya.